Some days just feel like a battle, don't they? This COVID situation, man, it's just tough to get through, especially if you're involved in business and in farming. How to stay safe but keep things going, anything that's essential. Welcome back to the Farming Show. Here on KGMI News Talk 790, I'm Dylan Honku. Glad to have you with us here early on a Saturday morning. Hopefully you're staying safe and healthy out there. Headlines. Yesterday, farm work or or farm unions, uh, a.k.a. activists, but we'll get into that. Farm unions blast Washington State in worker safety suit. So what's this all about? It makes it sound like, you would assume Washington State must be doing something terrible to workers on farms. Apparently, what is the truth here? Uh, Like like I said, every every day is a battle, and I'm a little grumpy about this because there isn't a whole lot of any truth in this at this point. But let's break this one down because if all all you're doing right now is reading the headlines, it sounds really bad. Joining me on the program this morning, Dan Fazio. He's executive director with WAFLA, formerly the Washington Farm Labor Association, now technically just WAFLA. That's like FFA, too. FFA is no longer Future Farmers of America. You know that? That's right. It's just Killing FFA. Just FFA. That's so you exactly guys were just right. trying to trying to join in on that. We're just an acronym now, uh, not that's anything right. else. That, well, that's right, Dylan. Welcome to the program. And explain, Dan, what is this, this worker safety suit? It makes it sound like Washington State is doing something terrible to farm workers. Well, we can talk about the suit, Dylan, but that's not what this is. This is a PR stunt uh, by activists and the legal services industry. Okay, um, you know that that those uh, contingent fee lawyers that are just you know out to make a buck, and it's kind of repugnant. Actually, we're all working as hard as we can. The agencies are working hard. We we our workplaces are safe, and we're keeping them safe. And obviously, we're keeping food on the table, and that's number one. And you know, I look around and and. Um, I don't want to scare people, but we're a couple of weeks away from not having meat on the shelf, Sky. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is, it, it's bad. I mean, and it's tough. And out in Eastern Washington, you know, it's not like a shoe factory. Okay. You can't shut it down for a month and then come back and open it up. We, we got to grow food. Well, there's a reason food. that Jay Inslee said no farming. And, and that if you read the specific order, there's a bunch of related stuff related to producing, growing food is essential. It, it has to continue because like you said otherwise believe it or not we will run out of food yep and there these guys have filed a lawsuit to further their political ends and actually their financial ends as well um uh, you can talk about more about that mm-hmm. um i know you know as an attorney i know a little bit about the the legal aspect of it um it's a huge legal services industry uh trying to just get public relations and public and dollars for donations off of their ability to make the state enact ridiculous, unneeded um, emergency regulations uh, when everyone admits that we are doing a, a great job. So, um, yeah, that's, that, that's, that's, that's the bottom line. I mean, the courts are supposed to be closed, Dylan. Right, but they're going to have to. They're going to order the Skagit County Courthouse open on May first to have a hearing on this ridiculousness when um, the agencies are doing everything they can. 
to keep farm workers safe. Well, we're going to tap a little bit of that attorney know-how that you've got to kind of explain how this works process-wise, just generally. Again, talking with Dan Fazio right now of Wafla, based here in Washington State, dealing with farm labor, and particularly a lot of folks who come here to work on H-2A visas, and we need to talk about what's going on with that program as well. I think a lot of this is is targeted at that, but really at the end of the day, and, and again, we'll get into this as well, I really think it's the farm workers themselves who are going to be hurt in this process. But Dan, I've got to ask you, I mean, I'm, I'm reading that headline I read was from Bloomberg here. This is getting national coverage. The The first line here is unions representing U.S. farm workers, many of whom are immigrants and guest workers, escalated their push for safer working conditions during the pandemic. Well, don't we want safe working conditions for, well, for workers? I mean, isn't absolutely. that important? Absolutely. And, you know, they hate the H-2A program because the H-2A workers, the legal services industry, the <laughs> legal advocacy okay. industry, yeah. because the H-2A workers are here legally in a well-regulated program making a very high wage, and they don't want anything to do with the union, and that's why they want to shut the H-2A program down. Um, they, want to, they want the workers to be uh, under their thumb, they prefer the workers to be undocumented. The H-2A workers come here with the dignity of legal presence. They come here, they work hard, they make 10 years worth of income in six months in Washington State that you know that they would have made in, in, in Mexico, mm-hmm. and they love the program. And when the union activists come on the farm and say, hey, we want you to unionize, they say, we don't want any part of that. We have a contract. The contract provides us uh, guaranteed wages. Um, we have all of our transportation from Mexico is paid for, and I can go on and on, but we're not here to talk about the H-2A program. Well, they- yeah, the, the, the narrative that I'm hearing, the story from these activists who say they're concerned about keeping workers healthy is that, well, they're you know crammed together in, in cramped quarters and have to work close. They aren't able to socially distance. They aren't being given. Well, one of the things I've heard um, repeated multiple times is they haven't even had access to hand soap, uh, that people have had to bring that from home. So what is the scoop here on, on farm work? Look, I'm not going to talk about any one individual farm, but that's absolutely untrue. We have, Wafla has field services people, former farm workers who now work for us, who go out to the farms, they're talking to the workers, they're bringing sanitizer. Sanitizer was in a little bit short supply, now we've got plenty of it. They're bringing sanitizer, they're putting posters up, they're telling workers don't go to work if you're sick. We're doing everything that we need to do. The Department of Labor and Industries in Washington State and Oregon OSHA in Oregon are out there uh, giving us guidance that we can take down to the farms and the farm workers. Um, it is it is interesting. The farm workers come back from work. Uh, we try and keep them at the at the housing facilities because of the governor's uh, stay home, stay yeah. healthy order. Um, the farm workers really want to go out at, at night and, and visit friends, and that's you know um, tough to do when you know when you have a nineteen or twenty year old and they think they're invincible. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's what's what's going on is that work is happening as normal. When you're out in the field, you're more than six six feet apart. You come back; these guys are healthy. Um, if a guy is, if a guy you know is sick, 
There's isolation facilities that we're setting up. Um, Waffle is a part owner of a hotel that has um, isolation rooms that we can rent out to farmers if they have to. Uh, the hotel is closed right now. It opens on May 1st. We've got really well-regulated facilities. The farmers in this state have have invested over a hundred million dollars in excellent mm. facilities. The people that the that the uh, that the the legal services advocates or their legal industry at, or legal advocates or whatever they're they're called, um, the union act- activists should be going after um, are the undocumented workers who are living ten to a room, um, coming up here from California for cherry harvest, uh, and no one talks about them. Yeah, th- uh, so, th- this all seems to be very focused on the H-2A program. Like, that's the, the big boogeyman here with worker safety. You're saying that's not the case? No, they, they want to shut down the H-2A program, which would shut down the harvest in Washington State. We need workers here in May if you want to harvest apples in September. You can't just show up in September and pick the apples. They have to do all the thinning work, all the irrigation work, all the, the work to get those apples ready to go. And those workers are essential to do that. Um, we'd love it if the people that are unemployed on the west side would want to come over and do that. But quite frankly, um, we don't blame them. It's really hard work. They don't want to come over and do it. Um, you know, So we're bringing workers up from Mexico. The workers love coming up here. They make a lot of money. It's a well-regulated program that the, that the State Department of Health regulates the facilities. The State Department of Labor and Industries inspects it. Um, they've gotten these complaints in. They've, they've run down every one of the complaints. They found out that most of the time they're bogus. Um, if the union guys were really worried about there being no soap, when they, when they, uh, when they saw that situation, they would have called the farmer up and the farmer would have filled up the soap container. Um, that's kind of, you know, where, where my, these my folks sense are. is that probably wouldn't fit their narrative though, if they just solved the problem that way. Exactly. And that's what, and that's why they filed a lawsuit instead of coming to the table like we are with these uh, government agencies who are trying to put out guidance here. They went running to the court for an emergency regulation, forcing the agencies to do something that, you know, is absolutely unnecessary. Dan Fazio with Wafla is our guest right now here on The Farming Show on KGMI News Talk 790. I'm Dylan Honkoop. I got to admit, when when I saw this headline, just my average Joe reaction to it, I mean, I have plenty of uh, political background with how these groups work. So, you know, I've got that uh, already going into this when I see this is going on. But just the average Joe inside that's been ignoring all that, <laughs> I see this and I, I read their concerns and think, okay, well, uh, a lot of these concerns are the same concerns I'm having right now, the same concerns my wife and my my parents and my grandparents are having, my community, my neighbors, as far as finding uh, hand sanitizer, trying to distance ourselves from each other. Uh, I, that, that rubbed me the wrong way a little bit because it's like, gosh, we're all trying to figure this out right now. Why, why are we going to the courts over one group of people when we're all collectively trying to figure this out? W- what gives here? I don't understand well, I- that. 
Absolutely. I mean, everyone, whether you're a person stocking the shelves at the grocery store or a truck driver that's taking product to market, everyone is trying to figure this out and everyone's working hard. Um, You know, people don't have to take our word for it, uh, Dylan. Your group did a great video last summer. Um, I've seen it many times of the H-2A workers. It's on your website, Save Family Farming, Slant Guest Workers. And people can go and, and look at that for themselves and see how exactly how the workers are interacting and you know when their interviews with the workers on that site that your safe family farming site which is a great site i love it um and but yeah you know so um the the fact of the matter is the farm workers are doing what all other essential workers are doing they're in a lot less danger than the healthcare providers or first responders, you know, but they're doing an essential job and everyone's pulling together and the farm workers are not complaining. Um, and the people who are, um, who are fostering these complaints are that uh, advocacy industry well, who it's, relies it's, on these. Yeah, it sounds mm-hmm. to me like the number one, and we've been interviewing farmers out here on the west side as well. We've been getting some stuff from folks on the east side to find out you know, what farmers are doing to protect their workers. We're sharing that stuff at Save Family Farming and our local affiliates as well, Watkin Family Farmers, Skagit Family Farmers, Eastern Washington Family Farmers, and, and we've got more videos to share in coming days just to give an inside look at what farmers are doing on this issue of protecting their workers, but ultimately here, what I'm hearing is uh, a lot of people are are doing a lot of good work. Uh, they're making things happen. They're trying to keep uh, an essential service, which is the production of food going. And really, ultimately, there's a group of folks here who are trying to, instead of find practical solutions, use this for their political and financial gain, which we know is the game with these unions. They do not like the H-2A program, as we've been talking about, because they view that as the number one obstacle to them growing their uh, union membership. Well, union membership is how they get their money. And taking dues out of people, out of workers' paychecks. So this is a, an opportunity, ultimately, for them to figure out a way to, to make money. They think uh, to try to 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 take these jobs away. That's the number one thing I'm hearing, though, when I'm talking with folks. Is these workers are, you know, yes, they're worried about COVID, just like we all are. But the number one thing they're worried about is losing their job. These are these are vulnerable people in our society who need work as much as anybody, and they they're just thankful to be able to keep working as I am, uh, working in support of an essential uh, industry. So that's what would be lost here if these activists get these way, their way. These vulnerable folks lose their jobs. They lose their benefits. Uh, folks who are here on, on guest worker visas have to go back home, where certainly the situation isn't, uh, <laughs> isn't anywhere close to the situation here, as bad as some people might try to paint it. So really, it's the workers who are the first people that are going to get hurt by this action. Exactly. So you said a lot of things, um, Dylan. Let me kind of unpack it. First of all, by choosing litigation, the unions are choosing to politicize a crisis that we all face. Okay, so what the the goal here is to file the lawsuit and then send out a fundraiser to the people who they who will send money to them. 
and say, hey, we stood up for farm workers, blah, 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 blah. Farm workers are being abused and send us money. That is the, that's the goal of the lawsuit, and that's whether they're li- successful that's or not. That's literally happening. You can go, look, Rosalinda Guillen, the head of Community to Community Development, the uh, organization here in Whatcom County that birthed Familias Unidas por la Justicia, one of the activist labor organizations uh, that is a party to this lawsuit. She is literally sharing information about this false a lot of false information by the way and then following up literally i kid you not dan asking people when they get their stimulus check to donate it to their cause yeah well so and then now let me talk a little bit about the the h2a workers they their group has asked us to stop the h2a program these are people that come from very poor areas in mexico that want to come up here work hard um get their piece of the American dream and then go back to Mexico. They're making $15 a day in Mexico, $150 a day in America. So uh, Rosalinda and her friends are asking people to shut down the H2A program that has brought wealth, generational changing wealth to, uh, to these workers. And again, I'll highlight the, the great video that you folks did that's on your uh, that's on your website uh, where the workers talk about how they're going to get money to raise their kids, send their kids to college, build a home uh, for themselves and uh, and work hard and then go back home, uh, typically up here for six months um, from uh, May through October. So um, the last thing I'll say is farm workers want to earn a living and they're essential workers. They don't want to rely on a small amount of unemployment, okay? They want to work with employers. They want to be safe. They want to work. They feel like they're essential workers, and we know that they're essential workers. Our farms are essential. The security of our food supply in this country is essential, and groups like this that are filing these political, um, repugnant political lawsuits uh, are really, really doing damage to our country. Well, and I will say this, and I'll wrap up with this because we are out of time. Again, we've been talking with Dan Fazio with Wafla here on the Farming Show, uh, but I find it pretty disingenuous that one of the one of the refrains that we've been hearing from these activists is, "Oh, wow, you know, you they they want to." say that far- farmers have basically been treating workers like crap uh, until all of a sudden they were listed as essential with the stay-at-home order, and now they're talking like they're essential. No, we, know, we as a farming community know that workers have been essential for a long time. Why do you think that we've been fighting over keeping workers and trying to find workers and doing anything we can to get workers? It's our survival. As a farming community altogether, the workers, the farmers, all the businesses connected, we all know that. And it's 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 offensive to me when they try to claim like it's never been understood that way until all of a sudden now. Uh, it's, it's completely false and it's it, totally backwards when these are the folks who have been working tirelessly to try to take the jobs away from these very people. And have in some cases, including what happened here in Whatcom County a couple of years ago, succeeded in taking those work opportunities away from people okay i all right i've gotten it off my chest dan fazio with wafla thanks for being with us on the program here this morning thanks a lot dylan it's great and and thanks for all the work that save family farming is doing you guys are doing a great job thank you very much